Hey ladies, welcome to Save the Girls Podcast. We're your host Jocelyn Hess. And Michaela Johnson. And today's episode, we're just having a conversation. (laughs) 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 Okay, so yeah, today we don't really have a plan. We're just going to kind of wing it because we're trying to think of topics and we're just like, dude, I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. So we're just going to kind of talk. So what's on your heart today, okay? Um, I don't know. I'm trying to, I feel like this has been really prevalent to me all week and, um, more so, and we've talked about this a lot, but trusting God's plan and just realizing that, like, if you have faith in God, like, it'll literally get you through it. Mm -hmm. And so, um, my grandma, I've been staying with her because she's going to get her leg amputated because she has had problems with her leg for like years and years and years. And so all summer she has problems with it and she got to come home in October from being in and out of the hospital and in and out of rehab centers to get like her leg like better I guess yeah and um so finally she came home and she was home and then she had to end up getting it amputated and everyone's like crying people are like upset and my grandma was like well I mean she's like making jokes about it and I'm like grandma how do you have so much joy in this like Mm -hmm. why are you okay with this she's like because I know um what is it called I know if I trust in God's plan. Like, he's going to take care of me. And she was giving me all these examples of, like, her trusting in God Mm -hmm. and literally, like, God getting her where she needs to be. So it's crazy to me, and it just shows me, like, how to have faith in literally everything because God will get me through it no matter what. I love that. I feel like your grandma's the perfect example of what a true Christian should look like and does look like because no matter what happens to her, I feel like especially this year, she's gone through a lot. Right. And she always just has such a positive outlook on it, and it's amazing because I know if I were in that position, I'd just, like, crumble. Right. I wouldn't know what to do. That's what I keep saying to her. I'm like, how are you so okay with this? And Mm -hmm. she's like, well, I'm like, dude, like, I give you so much credit because I... It shows me that I need to have more faith. Yeah. And just more upset, accepting of what comes and I can't basically put in my control. Yeah. I've been struggling with that a lot this week as well. And just kind of being, I don't want to say sad, just like overwhelmed. Like overwhelmed with my emotions, overwhelmed with just life because it gets overwhelming sometimes. And I still pray, obviously, I'm still in my word, but sometimes we just don't get our answers, like, when we think we need them, and so I think I'm just in the season of, like, waiting on God to answer what I'm, what I'm questioning, or, like, what I need answered, and it's hard sometimes when he's not speaking, um, and just taking that time to really continue to have faith, even when you're not getting answers. Right. Right. So that's kind of where I'm at this week, and it's been it's been a long week. <laughs> it just has. It's almost like f- figuring out how to like have. It's I what I feel like God continuously tells me. He's like, when you have that faith in me, that's when I'm gonna put myself there. Yeah, and that's when I'm gonna show myself prevalent. But until you start showing me how much faith, and I'm not saying God's trying to like make me feel guilty for no, like yeah. not having faith but he's telling me like Michaela just trust in me and I will show you and that's what he wants us to do but it's so much easier said than done oh yeah because you're trying to you know walk by faith and things that you can't actually physically see mm-hmm. so it's so hard to do that when you know especially when you're still trying to figure it all out when you're still trying to hear God's voice louder mm-hmm. and when you don't know what's going to happen and when you're young and you don't hear his voice very clearly it does it gets really really difficult to continue to have faith in like the things that you thought 
yeah. were right for you. Exactly. But I try to remember, too, sometimes the things that I want for me isn't what God wants for me. And so I might be asking him for things that he's not even trying to bless because it's not in his plan for me. Right. But then it's like, how do you figure out what's his plan and what's your plan? Or, like, what he wants for you and what you want for you. Yeah, and that's what I keep trying to figure out, too, because I'm like, what do you want me to do, God? Because yeah. it's like, I'm trying school. Like, this isn't working out for me. So it's like, do you want me to stay in school and, like, almost struggle and try to work through it? Or do you want me to, like, do a different path and just keep going until I figure it out? But yeah. it's like, it's almost like I need to figure this out now so I don't keep going and getting myself confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, it's like the same thing, but with work. Because it's like every single time. And it's not that I'm a lazy person. Like, I don't mind working. It's more like... I want to be doing something that I feel is purposeful and I feel like every time I start a new job that I feel like okay this is going to be a per- this is going to be in my purpose this is something that's giving back to the community or this is something that I feel like I would enjoy it's like every time God almost like pulls me out of that and he's just like this is what I feel is like he doesn't actually want me to do that but then it's like confusing what do you want me to do yeah you know and you need something like you can't sit around and expect money to fly off the tree yeah exactly (laughs) give it to me but it's like my grandma kept saying to me yesterday she made this very prevalent to me she's like it says it in the word God's gonna take care of us and every single one of like her cars like any time she needs clothes anything and she was telling me she like worked out a deal with God kind of not literally but worked out a deal with God where she was like I'll buy this for myself if you help me with this and every single time she needs that thing God like somebody gives it to her it's crazy but I feel like it's because your grandma already knows that he's gonna do it yeah and that's where I feel like I lack is sometimes I'm like okay God are you really gonna do this it's almost like I question his not question his authority but I question if he's gonna do it for me yeah you know and I think that might be like where me and you lack because we haven't seen like we've seen him do a lot in our lives but we haven't been in positions like your grandma where we've actually like witnessed him big me providing yeah maybe like financially as much right so it's harder to believe him for things like that when we haven't but I feel like that's kind of why he has us in the space right now is he might be testing our faith in that right um but yeah when you're walking through it it's hard yeah and you're like you feel stuck yeah exactly and I feel like that's kind of where we were at last time too with the struggling episode because Mm -hmm. we were sitting there and we're like we're really struggling almost like it's like you want to be these great servants for God but you just feel like something's tugging on me tugging on both of us and it's the enemy for sure but I'm like come on God just please help me through this like well it's not always the enemy though and that's the thing like sometimes we're doing things that God doesn't want us to and he's trying to get us out of that okay that makes and that's like um I feel like where I'm at it's like I know it's not the enemy but it's like what does God want me to do now? Because I feel him like pushing against me when I'm in these certain situations where he's like trying to correct what I'm doing. Right. But obviously like he's not like audibly like, Jocelyn, don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like, we have to figure it out, you yeah. know, in, in spirit, which is hard. Yeah. And I guess it's almost like what you told me and like what my therapist has told me it's like you got to try these different things because if you try it then you can see like oh that wasn't for me yeah but it's just like I don't want to continuously keep trying mm-hmm. for different things just for them not to not work, to work out, out. because it gets discouraging that, that's when you grow though that because it's like and even not really this isn't really like 
in the Bible so much, I don't think. But, like, even if you look at successful people, like, they've all had to fail. Well, it is in the Bible. All the Bible characters in some way have failed. Right. And that's when God almost, like, uses them. Because that's when they overcome. And that's, like, with with what I was going to say, like, with successful people, actors, actresses, um like business people, whatever, they've all had to fail at something before something worked out for them. Okay, And, yeah. like, it's almost like you fall into what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. But, yeah, you do, you have to take action and you have to put yourself out there in order for those things to even align for you. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, and I kind of even... Okay. I think about it a lot, too, when I'm, when we do volunteer and when I give for church, I'm like... Even if I don't want to do this right now, I know it's going to... I don't know, but I'm trying to figure out, too, because I was talking to my grandma about... I talked to my grandma about a lot, Mm -hmm. but I was talking to my grandma about, like, giving, and she's like, once I started giving willingly, it changes everything. Oh, yeah. And I was like, wow, that makes a lot of sense, because, like, when I give, like, I do it because, like, it... I almost feel like I I should do it, and I know I should because it says give you tithes, but it's almost like giving is almost your time, too. Like, we did, me and Joss do this outreach with their church once in a while, and um, it's super good, and it's... um, it makes you realize how much we have that we don't realize we have. Mm -hmm. Like, there's such little things that we don't thank God for on a daily basis, like a house to live in, like food to eat like we're we're very fortunate in that way and I think I forget about that a lot and when I think about that it makes me get in that grateful mood and it's like god you're gonna get me through this like you've already gotten me here and you've kept me where I'm at like thank you for this and it gets me in the a mood of faith and showing me like how to have mm-hmm. faith but at the same time I get pulled back I'm like but what's going and then I get back to reality and I'm like like, yeah, I feel because I work at I work at a homeless shelter and I see kids in these positions and it's like not that I had the best upbringing but I'm so grateful that I didn't have to be a child that was homeless and right. seeing that is so heartbreaking, dude. Like it just gives you a whole nother perspective on life in general and I really love giving. Like the way that it makes me feel, it's almost like. I don't know, it's just, it's like the happy pill, like, it makes you feel really good and happy that you're able to do something for somebody to make their life just a little bit easier, like, Mm -hmm. that moment, like, a little bit easier and bring them a tiny bit of joy, um, and that, yeah, makes me feel really, really good, which, um, in the future is why I also want to open that shelter and make sure that, like, um, we have more of that in Milwaukee because even as big as, um, my job is and how much they do do for people, there isn't, there's so many homeless people in Milwaukee that they can't house every single one of them. Right. So I just want more um, resources and more room for people in general. It's okay. Um, Um, And more room for people in general um, that are struggling financially. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of homeless people, like, weirdly think, like, a lot of people are out to get them, which is so sad, because Mm -hmm. I, I hope that they don't ever feel like that way, especially with me as a person, because it's, like, I used to have, like, a completely, like, I'm being completely honest, I used to have a completely different mindset about homeless people, like, why are they homeless, like, why don't they try to do stuff, and then you start realizing, like, there's, there's things that they can't do, like, Mm -hmm. you're telling them, like, oh, you brought this up to me, Mm -hmm. like, you, you're telling them you should go get a job, but how are they gonna get to the job, or how are they gonna shower to get ready for that job, Exactly. just, like, little things like that, and it's just, if we start putting more of a, like, 
how good it is and how amazing it is to give and literally like how much joy you get out of making these people happy yeah well a lot of them have mental issues too like mental health is huge obviously not only in the homeless community but in people who Mm -hmm. have homes um mental health is growing at crazy rates and especially in the homeless community there's high high mental health issues right and they can't afford to obviously get help for them for themselves so um that's why it's so important for there to be free resources for these people who are on the streets that otherwise would not be able to like afford it or even get any help because if they're in that really bad mindset on the streets they're gonna have even less of a chance to get out of homelessness yeah and I think about the we want to open a woman-based one Mm -hmm. and I think about the women's and the the women's the women and the children especially the children's the the children the children Mm -hmm. those ones have like my heart and those ones really touch me deep because I just think about kids like they don't put themselves in those positions. It's and, very sad. Just and, seeing it right. is very sad. Right, and I'm not saying their parents do it to them forcefully, but, like, those kids touch me deep because mm-hmm. it's just, like, then it makes me realize, I'm like, I'm so grateful. And at my chur- the church I went to in California, North Coast, they sponsor kids in Gu- Guatemala, and then they do it in India, too, I think, and then they go... Um, they were going to Guatemala, and they planted churches in Guatemala, or one church, I think, and um, there was a video on, I think, Mother's Day of the churches and the homes in Guatemala, and I was like, like, my mouth literally dropped open, and I was like, these kids are so happy, and they're running around, like, playing in the dirt, and they're so Mm -hmm. happy, and then it makes me think about my life, and it shows me how ungrateful I am I'm like girlfriend wake up because you have so much things to be thankful for and you that one ounce of like being upset about something it's like compares to nothing about what those little kids have to go through I think a lot of times too when they're born into situations like that people learn to find joy in other things and I've said this to you before too but they learn to find joy like with not materialistic things where like in America I feel like a lot of our how we gauge our success and how we gauge our happiness is by how many material things we have or how much money we have and they don't have a choice to be happy in those things so they have they find they find happiness in life and they find happiness in the little things and sometimes I almost think it's a blessing because they don't have to like deal with like all of the materialistic things of the world, really, you know, like, I mean, obviously, I would prefer for them to be in a home and, like, happy, healthy, whatever, but, um, yeah, I think it's, like, it's a total different way of living life, and they learn totally different than we do. Yeah, and I think of, I kind of, going back to that, that makes a lot of sense, because, Christmas coming up we literally think so much into like giving gifts and how much we're going to spend on somebody and if you spend this much on one person it's almost like in my head it's like they mean more to me than this person but the the person that I could have got the less thing for it could have meant way more to me than this thing Mm -hmm. did and it makes me think about it I'm like I one don't even care I just love giving gifts and I love um, what's your love language again? I know this is... My love language is quality time. So is mine. Yeah. And I, I'm going to Christmas, and that's why Thanksgiving is my favorite, because at Thanksgiving, you don't expect... I love Christmas season, don't get me wrong, I just love Christmas, but Thanksgiving is a time where, like, nobody expects anything. That's awesome. You're just there to spend time with people, eat a lot of food, and just spend time with people, and that 
really touches my heart a lot because at Christmas, like, as much as we don't want to admit it and as much as I don't, we, me, I don't want to admit it, I, like, really love getting gifts and I love, mm -hmm. like, it just feels good when somebody gets you something and, like, giving people gifts, like, it gets me really excited, but I think about it, like, I'm trying this year to go be more sentimental and more, like, meaningful gifts rather than just stuff that's, like, balling out, like, yeah. you know? Well, it's just a weird year, too. Like, I don't even think my family's getting together for Christmas. So Aww. it's, like, it's just a weird, weird time with COVID. So, um, yeah, I think it's just a time to think outside of the box as in giving gifts and things that, like, we can hold on to and maybe remember this year, but not, like... I don't know, but also celebrate getting past this year because yeah. it's, been, it's been stressful. Um, but, yeah, I think that's really important, and I think as kids, some people don't even believe in, like, God, they celebrate Christmas, mm -hmm. which naturally it almost, like, how do you say it? Like, worldifies Christmas. Like, yeah. it bases it around the wrong things because the true meaning of Christmas is Jesus' birth, mm -hmm. right? But we've turned it into something where it's, like, gifts are the most important part of Christmas and we base everything that we do around the presents, yeah. right? And it's it's so interesting that it's kind of like turned into that when yeah, it has nothing to really do with that. It has everything to do with Jesus's birth. Right. So it's really interesting how like the world works that way. And that's why Christmas happened. Like mm -hmm. Christmas is a thing because of Jesus. Yeah, and I was just thinking about that today because I'm like some people don't even really know why we celebrate Christmas and yeah. they just like bring it back to like, oh, to give presents and whatnot. But it's like, do you really know why it started? Yeah, and I think about Easter too, bringing it to another holiday. I remember I used to always say like, happy Easter, like this and that. And one of my friends that was very, they were very into their faith said to me, they were like, it's resurrection day. And I was like, that really hit me. And I was yeah. like, wow. Like, mm -hmm. this means so much more than just Happy Easter, like, Easter yeah. baskets, Easter bunny. Like, this is the day that, Je like, Jesus rose from the dead, and he was alive again. Like, yeah. that's insane. And we celebrate Easter bunnies. Cool. Yeah. But there's so much more meaning. But it's almost, like, taboo for us to talk <laughs> yeah. about, like, Jesus. Yes. But then it's not weird to talk about, and, like, that's About what, Easter bunnies. <laughs> right. But that's how the enemy kind of works, is that he, like, brings it brings the attention to something that totally distorts the real reason. Like, yes. he distracts us and people from, you know, Jesus to it being about Santa and the Easter <laughs> and presents yeah. and material things. Yeah. When, like, God could care less about that stuff. He yeah. wants us to celebrate Jesus. Right. And his birth and, yeah, his whole story in life. Right. It's not about, it's not about the material things. Not at all. So it's super interesting how that works and, like... And that brings me literally back to, I, I talk about this sermon all the time, I, I bring <laughs> it back every day. every day, I bring it up because this sermon spoke my heart a lot, <laughs> but it literally says, like, we're not going to be able to go up to heaven and bring our Birkenstocks with us, like, look at my shoes, they're really cool, like, yeah. no one cares, like, when we get up to heaven, like, we're just going to literally be, hello. Sorry. Um, but I don't even know what we're going to be like when we get to heaven. Nobody really knows until you get up there. And um, I was, like, we're just going with this. Sorry <laughs> if you guys hear my dogs barking. I think there's somebody outside, so. Oh, we didn't start it again. We're ignoring it. Oh, and did I stop it? I don't think I stopped it. I think I've been running out of memory. Oh. But. Like, I don't know what we're going to look like in heaven. Nobody really does until you get there. Mm -hmm. But, like, 
that explains a lot about material things that we think we need and we think we want because of, um, like, what society is. And with Instagram, like, we think we need all these things when really we don't. Yeah. Like, I ended up buying a Lululemon pair of leggings. Granted, they're, I have three pairs. They're amazing. Mm -hmm. And I think they're great. And I love working out in them. But, like, they were $100. Yeah. And that's $100 that I could have spent, like, things for myself um, on each pair. So that's $300 that I could have bought a hundred dollars worth my for myself and then spent two hundred dollars on giving but it's just like we think we need these things so we go after them and that's when we get up to heaven god doesn't care about the lululemon leggings yeah. i bought like he doesn't and it just shows that the things like the type of car we drive like this and that like he doesn't care about any of that he cares about our heart and soul and he wants us to celebrate on these holidays he wants us to talk about um, Jesus and how amazing Jesus is and praise Jesus because Jesus deserves that not only those days but every day but especially on those holidays yeah the things that we value and the things that the world values God doesn't even find importance in, no especially material like he does care about our desires and he cares about like our lives obviously but as far as like material things and the the things that we value here that will not matter in heaven, he doesn't even find important. No, not at all. So the fact that we sit here and dwell on these different things or, like, just spend so much time worrying about things that honestly will not even matter when we get to heaven is such a bad use of our time. Yeah. Like, we don't have to, we don't have to sit here and have anxiety over things. I mean, I'm kind of ministering to myself right now because I get like this all the time where I'm like nervous over things and just get so caught up in my emotions and anxious. And I was having one of those times last night after we got home and I literally started praying with with Zay and I opened my Bible and I was like for some reason I was like okay I'm gonna read Psalms 91 because that's like you know a, a very popular like feel-good scripture and that's what pastor always brings up right and yeah and okay. so I but before I even got there in Psalms my Bible has like little extra inserts in it yeah. and um it's a woman's study Bible and one of the things, literally, as I was flipping to it, I had, like, the page, I had, like, three pages together flipped down. I don't think I did that on purpose. Like, it was just weird. And I opened, and one of the inserts was emotions. And it literally went into how emotions, and I've literally said this to you before, how, like, I think I said it on the podcast, too, about how emotions are important to feel because God gave them to us for that reason. I opened it, that paragraph literally was talking about that. And it was like, you know, emotions are meant for us to feel, but we can't like dwell in them and we can't just like sit there through them. Yeah. And the Bible literally, like my personal Bible literally said that. And I was like, that's so crazy because I've said this before, but that just goes to show how hard it is to take your own advice in moments when you're like just emotionally distraught. Yeah. But it shows how good, like that's a prime example how good it is when you like when you don't want to read, when you're feeling those things, and how good it is to actually do it when you do it. Yeah, I mean, then, I don't do it, but I need to start doing it. But. And then I turned the page, and mind you, I was crying, and it literally said crying, and then gave a whole description on crying. And then I finally, like, turned and read Psalms 91, and it was just, like, beautiful because it just reminded me, like, you can feel these emotions. It's not bad to feel these emotions, but you need to, like, move past it. Yeah, and it's kind of what I've said. I don't know if it was in the one before this or the before that, but my therapist and me were talking about it, and I was like, what do I do? And she's like, well, start verifying. Validating. Validating. Mm -hmm. I was like, verifying. Mm -hmm. Part well, 100. Same thing. 
Oh, I guess. Yeah. I was going to say a part 106 of me correcting myself in the yeah. podcast, but you know, right. whatever. <laughs> but she was like, you can like validate yourself and validate your feelings. Like do it and then sit there and be like, I feel this way, but move forward. Yeah. Like don't sit there and be like, oh, I'm feeling really sad today. Like this sucks. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to move on. Like I'm just going to sit in my sadness. Like we're not going to help ourselves if we do that. Like, and it's, but in those moments, it is hard. Like, yeah. That's why, like, I feel like the more spiritually mature we get and the more spiritually mature people get in general, we will get better at that. But in those moments, it's so hard because you're like, why is everything going the way that it's going? Yeah, and it almost feels like when you're having a bad day or bad, like, anxiety that day, it's like one thing happens and then another thing happens and then another thing happens and you're like, you're joking. Yeah. Like, it's almost like the devil, like, has one start with you and he's like, all right, let's keep going. Like, this is fun. Kayla, this is so (gasps) crazy. (gasps) So, well... I think it was about a month ago, my brother was talking to me about the sermon that he watched, and he was saying how, um, and it was Dr. D, like, my favorite pastor ever, (laughs) but he was saying how, like, when it rains, it pours, and he was like, that's literally, like, what the devil does, is he tries to overwhelm you with everything at once so that you give up, and then, so then I was like, that makes so much sense, and then last night, that's exactly how I was explaining to our spiritual mom, um, how I was feeling, I was like, I just don't know what to do. I was like, I literally feel like inner turmoil. Like I feel so many bad emotions at one time that I normally don't feel. And I was like, I really don't know what's going on. I literally started to feel insane. Yeah. And, um, it, it came out, I mean, it kind of came out of nowhere. I've kind of had a bad week, but it wasn't, it like, this was like the tipping point. It was so weird because normally after, after dark, I feel so great, so good because we just got back from like giving and helping and I was just not feeling that way. I was feeling so bad. And um, she literally said, she was like, have you ever heard of the saying, when it rains, it pours? And she was like, that's the enemy's, like, favorite tactic because he's trying to get you to give up. So, like, with that being said, like, um, what is it called? So, like, if we stay, I know this is, like, it's not, it's not impossible. Mm-hmm. It just feels impossible in the moment. So, if we stay at a monotone and stay monotone, if we stay at a normal tone and stay in contact with god that'll kind of avoid happening right not necessarily that's the thing like the devil will come especially when you're getting stronger with god because he doesn't want you to he's always there he's always working just like god's always there and always working the devil is trying right to get you to stay or like get you to slip um and so sometimes it gets worse the farther you get in your faith because the attack needs to be stronger in order for it to rattle you Because at first, like, when I first started, it wasn't anything that bad. Like, I already had mental health issues, so it wasn't, like, anything different than what I had already been dealing with. But it would just be more like, oh, I open my Bible and I get tired and I fall asleep. Right. And, you know, that was enough to keep me from reading my Bible. Now I've learned to push past that, but now it's like he knows that my mentality and, like, anxiety and depression is, like, it's crippling for me. Like, it's very hard for me to deal with. Um, and so that's kind of like where he tries to attack me. Okay. Um, and yeah, I mean, everybody, I feel like obviously everybody's unique. So everybody has different things that make them like triggered, I guess, or like make them slip. Um, but yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean that at all. 
Because the devil will always be there. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I was just like, wait, that would be nice. Like, if yeah. you just stay I mean, you can definitely, like, combat him with, with the word, and, like, we already overcame him. So, like, one, but getting to that point where you just naturally, it's like a natural reaction for you, that's where, like, we need to get. Yeah, I... Because you will feel better once you do do that, but right. it doesn't mean that he's not going to try to attack you still. I was thinking about the time where we were um, in the car, and we were, like, overwhelmed or something, and we were talking about it. And uh-huh. um, where we were like, devil, you have no authority in my life. No, I'm going like, to take him and stomp on him. Uh-huh. And I was like, dude, this is so true. Like, every time I think, like, about the devil, like, messing with my life, I'm like, bro, no. Like, no. you are not doing this today. This is not happening. We did not agree for th- with this. It makes me so angry. And I was literally telling my brother because I forget what his question was, but it was something about, like, being attacked and whatnot. And I was like, oh, it was about sin because it was about, like, giving into sin and then, like, feeling guilty. And um, I was telling him, oh, yeah, I was like, motivation to, like, be the best version of yourself you can and be the best Christian you can is thinking about the devil literally smiling every time you do something bad. And I was like, that's what I told him. And he was like, yeah, that's true. That really pisses me off. And I was like, dude, yeah, because it's true. Like when you don't want to think about about it, you don't want to think about making the devil happy. Yeah. he's like, And like every time you sin, every time you do something bad, you're kind of making him happy because that's what he wants you to do. Wow, dude. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. I never thought about it that way. Cause I guess when I think about it, I'm like, oh, this spummer like doing something bad and then I feel guilty which guilt is not from God Mm -hmm. so you sin you're making the devil happy and then you feel guilty about sinning so the devil's like heck yeah let's keep it going yeah exactly and when he knows you're in a spot of like sadness or like vulnerability that's when he chooses like he knew I had a bad week so he's like you know what I'm gonna put the cherry on top and make (laughs) her go crazy yeah and it literally was working and like obviously I know that God's always on my side but it is like when you're in that really low moment and that really vulnerable moment yeah you just feel like terrible and you don't want to be grateful and you don't want to feel good and you just kind of want to sit in your misery and um but like right when I opened the bible I was able to stop crying I was able to lay down and just relax you know and like not that I felt 100% better, but it definitely got me out of that, like, terrible, terrible mood. Yeah, I, um, actually, the Jesus is Calling book, I talk about that one a lot, too, and it's a daily devotional, and it says, like, a lot of times in it, it's, um, it says Jesus is basically saying, like, if you keep in contact, constant, constant, constant is the word, <laughs> communication with me, and, like, constantly bring back your attention to me your mind and it's so much easier said than done your mind will be so much shaped different because yeah. you're you have such a more positive mindset rather than like sitting like oh my life sucks like this mm-hmm. and that and it reminded me of that when you said like you opened your bible because it's just like when you when you're feeling those things like that's what we need to do yeah and we constantly say that and it's so much easier said than done but when we do it that one instant that we do it makes you feel a hundred times yeah better. I watched, I think it was just a YouTube video. I don't think it was a sermon, but she was saying, like, though, think about the rocks in the ocean, how, like, at first they're really rough and, like, whatever, and as the water um, goes over it and the rocks, like, tumble together, they get smoother and smoother. And she was like, that's just, like, with our minds. Like, whatever you, like, 
put over your mind or like wash over your mind is the shape or like the form that your mind's going to take. So like if you're constantly like consuming worldly things or consuming, you know, things that have drug, sex and alcohol or whatever, that those are the things that your mind is going to take shape of where if you're shaping your mind with the word of God and, you, you know, like godly things Mm -hmm. that's the shape or the form that your mind's going to take wow okay that makes a lot of sense because i'm i'm trying to redirect like what i watch and stuff because if i watch like a christmas movie or like a disney movie i'm like cool like i'm chilling but if i watch like a movie that's like about sex trafficking or like something like that like i get triggered and stuff Mm -hmm. like freaks me out and i'm like Like, my anxiety gets up, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm, like, sitting there on the edge of my bed, like, freaking out. I'm like, I can't really... I have to finish watching this, but I can't. Or, like, movies that sex is in and stuff. It tempts me to want to do those things, and, like, I'm lonely, and this and that. But, really, I'm not lonely. It's just, like, the enemy telling me, like, girl, you know you want to do that, but I know I don't. Yeah. So, it's just, like, if we do do stuff, like... I swear I was getting to this point. But if we do those things, like, and focus on God or even focus on things that isn't going to make us tempted to do this, our life is going to be so much different and so much more positive and our mindset is so much more positive. Um, But our mindsets are so much more positive when we put ourselves in positive situations. And it's true. And the law of attraction where they say... Hey, Benny. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) You guys, my dog. We keep having to pause and restart. Go. But I really, I'm really trying to help myself with that because when I do positive things and this and that, I feel so much better. Yeah, exactly. And that's where I'm trying to get because it's like, when I get in those moods, I'm just like, why can't I get out of this? Right. And it's like, I don't want to be a negative person, but like, sometimes it just feels like my mind just constantly goes to negative things. And as much as I do pray, like, obviously, I can always pray more. I can always read more. But it's, like, even for somebody who does keep that in their life, like, I can only imagine for people who don't have that in their life how their minds feel and how they feel emotionally. Because, right. like, I, could, I don't, I could never do life again without God or, like, Same. without Jesus. Same. Like, I don't know how I did it before. I really think about that, too, a lot. I'm like, wait, what? Some things, too, I'm like, why do my thoughts go where they go when I'm just, like, sitting there? Yeah. I'm like, bro, why? And then I, like, think about it, and I'm like, God, like, if I think about you, my thoughts don't think about this. Yeah. But then when I'm thinking about life, my thoughts go so much else. So it just shows when we focus on God, he'll help us. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like, I don't know, like, that's why it's so important to have scripture, like, You don't have to memorize scripture, but it's nice to memorize some scriptures because then if you're like out in public and you start getting those thoughts, you can think of it and it'll Mm -hmm. make you, it'll comfort you. Right. Um, but sometimes we don't have our Bible handy, so it's nice to like remember, like have those a couple, have a couple scriptures that you can recite so that when you are feeling that you just know it off the top of your head and you can combat it with God's word. Yeah. I think about the confidence one a lot. I'm like, dude, my, if I'm lacking that confidence that I think I need, I can just go back to that confidence verse and be mm-hmm. like, bam, like yeah. this is what my head needs to think about right now. But it's just like, it's hard getting to that point. It's so much easier said than done. It's not like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was Um, I wrote down scriptures of prosperity and wealth this week. Oh, nice. And one of the things that kept, it's, like, so reoccurring in the Bible is giving. And how, like, the foundation of wealth and prosperity is to give. 
and um, not only not only money because I think when people think about church a lot of times they think that it's like oh a scam like it's just a business like they're just trying to get money like yes they still need money to pay their bills obviously but it's in the bible to give your money yeah but also your time Mm -hmm. and that was like a reoccurring thing like volunteering and giving back to the homeless and doing kind things um not only like for the kingdom of god not only your money you know it is important to give back to your church to make sure that they stay afloat and stuff yeah right but um it's not only talking about that when it talks it's not only talking about money when it talks about tithes in the bible Okay, yeah, I really think that kind of makes it prevalent to me, too, because I'm like, I don't always have money to give, but you can always volunteer, and there's yeah. so many things you can volunteer with at a church, like, mm-hmm. there might so not awesome. be, there might be time, or certain Sundays where you can't give, but just asking if there's anything that you can help with, or, like, even doing things, like, with their outreach programs or whatever, their churches always need help. Right. Um, because they're nonprofits, so they can't afford to employ a ton of people. So they're always looking for volunteers. Um, so there's always opportunities to tithe your time. So to yeah, speak. it's like that lady in the Bible that I can't remember what story it's in, but where um, there were she was like giving, and she like people were giving all this money, and mm-hmm. she gave her like last penny or something like so little, and God just continues to bless her, and it just shows that like. When you go out and you step out on faith, like, how much God can bless you Yeah, because for the other people, they had a ton of money to give. Mm-hmm. So, for them, it, it didn't take faith to give what they were giving. But for that woman who was, like, her last money, that took so much faith to give. And God sees that. Even if, like, your church leader doesn't see that. Even if your neighbor doesn't see that. Like, God sees that. And right. I think sometimes we do things or we give and in almost expectation that other people have this certain view of us or like it makes us feel and look good as a person but God knows your heart with those things so if you're giving for that specific reason he'll know and if you're giving out of the goodness of your heart and out of faith then he'll know that right you know we we do things thinking that we can hide it from God and we can't hide anything from God he knows everything we think he knows everything inside of us right so it's really important to like get that right because that's at the end of the day what we're judged on yeah exactly Exactly. Exactly. He just wants to see how good we can be as people. As <laughs> yeah. Friends, I guess. Yeah. No, he does. Yeah. He want, he, well, I mean, that's the whole point, I feel like, of Christianity is constantly growing in your spirituality, constantly making your spirit stronger than your flesh. So I think that's really... Yeah, important. And I then agree. how we end up here again. I like, know, I know, dude. I was thinking about that. I was like, dude, we were going to talk about, like, giving. And I was like, at some point, I was like, I really feel like I just want to bring that up. So, yeah, that was the original plan. But at the same time, like, I feel like sometimes when we put pressure on it, it's like, okay, we have to stick to this topic and this yeah. topic only. And then we stray away and we're like, you know. Right. But, um, I don't know. I think it ended up being a pretty good conversation and yes. an important conversation. Yes. So. If you could follow us, like, a like us um follow us like and share on all social medias we would greatly appreciate it um and yeah if you want to if you want to dm us we would love to hear from you guys and if you have any ideas for what we should talk about we would love that too so thank you and today is our first episode where we're actually recording it's not super high quality but it is going to be up on youtube so if you guys want to see us talk rather than just listen to us talk you can definitely find us on our youtube channel at save the girls podcast just like everything (laughs) yeah but thank you guys so much for watching we really appreciate every single person who 
clicks on our episodes and listens to us and supports us in whatever way. And yeah. Yeah, because we want to save the girls. girls. <laughs>